Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Happy birthday, Leona. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Did you forget? I forgot what day this comes out. I I actually did too. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Until Uh, I said October 1st. Oh, wait a second. I was in a lot of pain that day two years ago. You sure were. And the day before. And many days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um... This is such a bit important day for me and for all of us because it's Halloween season, October Mm -hmm. 1st. What a great month. But it's also our little, uh, our little darling demon's birthday. So happy, darling two demon, years old. I like to think if um, paparazzi cared about podcasters, she would be known as the darling of demons or something. <laughs> That'd be precious. She makes the face for it, which is like this, like you know, yeah. side eye. As be she, careful, like, plans she, to her run face. Into- her face is or... identical to yours so exactly you know. and everyone's like yeah christine we've seen that our whole lives so welcome to the club and i'm like oh yeah you gotta watch your words when you judge her face because you make Oops. the exact same ones <laughs> oh i remember last time i was at your house there was a moment where both of you looked at me the same way and i was like oh my god there's two oh, of them that, i hate it i'm sorry that must be really frightening <laughs> it was like a curse was being put on me yeah yeah it's a hex um well yes happy spooky season oh are we should we do the psa i because i just caught myself that we are trying to get rid of spooky okay okay here i i feel like okay so what's there is a recent i just feel like we should frame it in a more like um (laughs) and i'm trying not to insult your the way you explained it as get rid of spooky but uh Frame it in a more erudite way. I don't know. Um, Basically, the term has, uh, as some people have pointed out, and as, you know, a lot of us didn't really realize for a long time, has um, some pretty strong uh, negative and racial uh, undertones and uh, can be tied to a slur. And so there was an article that came out recently that said, like, you know, before you use that term, uh you know maybe learn th- think twice basically was the was the 
point of the article. So we are trying to get away from that term um, spooky. I know that like genuinely people just use it and we use it all the time um, as just like a creepy, scary. I don't know. So we should try to find a word that has that same like, I don't know. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi about it when it relates to Halloween. It's, I wish one, of, was... it's one of my favorite words too, but it's, I know, you it's gotta tough, retire it, I guess. You we gotta, gotta try to, we gotta I'm try to move to, away from it. I'm so trying to I'm figure trying to... out eerie, creepy. I don't know the right one, the one that feels right yet. So it's hard because it has its very own specific meaning. I feel like that, uh, you know, I, I mean, as far as like the Halloween related definition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It almost implies like a little bit of like cutesiness to it, like not cutesy, but like. Well, it does, which is like the one of the backhands to it of like, oh, now it's cute. I mean, yeah, it, like, has yeah, yeah. Some it makes not it so feel cute extra meetings. weird. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, you know, it's hard. Anyway, it's... we're starting out. We're educating everybody this October first. So ourselves. now you've had your had your first PSA. Now for the next thirty-one days, we are all going to practice. And be experts by next Halloween for sure. So yes, uh, maybe we can say spectral. I don't know. I, can, I I see where you're going. I don't know if it's in the right direction, but I'll follow you in that direction. Yeah, we could do yeah. spectral. This, this is definitely. Um, I mean, maybe we can come up with a new word. You know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you guys. Well, Kraken. Oh, that that's cute. For it sure. rolls off the tongue. It's oh, yeah. really cute, and we can never say it again because I'm sure we won't remember how. But <laughs> we can try. <laughs> well, for Halloween season, um, I wanted to show you that uh, I have been. I'm tr- I'm trying to wear uh Halloween <gasps> clothing for every that episode. Is so cute. Um, I'm, thank you for those um just listening. I this is a TikTok purchase, obviously. Obviously, um, I don't know about anyone else's algorithms, but it is a viral on my phone. I thought and I saw that somewhere. That explains where I've seen it. Okay, it, it. I, I don't. If it's not viral for anyone else, it was viral for me until I succumbed, and and you know, I it worked. But this is a, it's a very simple embroidery sweatshirt of the three classic Pillsbury Halloween cookies. Yep, and I love her. And my goal for each of our recordings in October is to wear something. Sp- different and i almost said the the word i know spectral something spectral um so anyway this is day one of me trying i see to look i all i creepy. thought about it and i just couldn't I, I don't know i didn't pull it together you know uh, on time and i i do apologize so uh starting now i will try to remember to wear the proper attire for our upcoming recordings this well month. you've already got that face so you're like, yeah, fine <laughs> Okay, all right. Relax. <laughs> uh, anyway, if for some reason this is your first time ever tuning into a listener's oh, episode, geez. this is uh where we tell your stories that you, you send in. You know they've already left because they're like, what is this woke bullshit? Like we started <laughs> like Yeah, we came let's in hot. We learn our history. We came in very hot. Look, uh, we we have a platform. And um, you know, listen, it's about mostly about educating ourselves as well along the way. It's so more don't of an worry. We're not we trying use to the be po- preachy. I uh, first of all, I, I apologize about all the times I've been interrupting you today. I don't know what's is going it, on. With listen, today. it's okay. I feel like I'm on a different plane than usual, so I think maybe we're like on different uh timelines you know we'll find each other again we always do um but no i think we also i at least use this podcast often as like an accountability uh tool for myself so i'm like (laughs) i said it i said it to the masses so i better fucking get it together yeah we gotta we gotta step up you know 
Um, oh, for those of you who are new here, welcome to our listeners episodes where we tell your true crime and paranormal stories, mm-hmm. which you can submit on our website. And that's why we drink.com. And uh, it's the first of every month. And we've got a few for you for you this this season. And yeah, uh, I just want to point out Eva beforehand kind of gives us like sometimes a little rundown. Um, and she said, cause she picks the stories and we don't know them in advance And she said, oh, well, I already accidentally like let it slip last time that this series of stories has. And I was like, Eva, don't say it again. Cause we don't fucking remember. It's like, she's like, new here. It's crazy. It's like she's new here thinking we heard what she said one time. Yeah, um, I ha- <laughs> oh, I also realized by the way, we've already recorded, um, future uh-huh. October episodes. And so uh-huh. people might be seeing this for the first time and we just never mention it i have myself a little backdrop for uh the spectral season true yes you have and a very scary little situation with an owl back there owl oh by the way do you want to know what her name is oh uh hoot nanny <sighs> that's her last oh. name i think now okay what's her first name so i got her at uh, a CVS on Alameda Avenue. So why her do name you is... shop only at CVS? It's my favorite thing about you. I I just love your her clothes, your decor. When I when I first moved to LA and I uh, was not as fortunate as I am today, where I can go to Target, I really could only like at best go to a CVS on I like get it. I a day where I wanted CVS. to be. I wanted to be all shoppy. And so also when I was in a moment where I had incredible depression. And so I was usually only up at 3 a.m. So if I wanted to do any shopping, it had to be at CVS. Yeah. But um, when I was not having good times and I lived near a CVS, I every Friday I would treat myself to something in the toy section That's at delightful. CVS. Uh, so anyway, I've, I've fallen in love with her. She's fallen in love with me. Um, story of for the ages. But uh, I found her. This little owl at uh, a CVS on Alameda, and her name's Alameda. Alameda, wait, that's cute. Isn't I love it Alameda? Her. I don't know. I think it's Alameda. I'm not <laughs> just saying Alameda. street names to people all the time. This is the first I've ever had to say it out loud. I do think it's actually Alameda. I don't it know. Pr- I'm almost positive. Well, her name Alameda. is Alameda because oh, so don't fucking mispronounce it because everyone. I'm doubling down. So. Okay, listen, I'm not, I, I'm just trying to protect you from, I used to say tweets, but we don't really even have those anymore, so I guess uh, from from X, <laughs> I'm trying to protect you. Alameda. Uh, it is Alameda. I think I've just, oh, I think I've always heard people say it so off the cuff that I just kind of just, it, it's somewhere. You don't really Alameda, think about it until you have to say it out loud. So Alameda is cute, Alameda is cute, whatever you want to name her, is, is your owl. I also thought about naming her Owlison, but that that's was a little I too thought close, that's where so. you were headed. That's kind of cute too. I like Alameda or Allison. But Alameda Hootenanny is a great Alameda name. Hootenanny is a power move. I love Alameda her. Hootenanny, actually, now that you say it, that like together, forget like, it. That's someone write a write a book about her. The, the, no, TM, I'm gonna write the book. <laughs> Don't you dare. Alameda Hootenanny. Living in Burbank, California. That's the truth. Oh, love it. All right. Okay, anyway, uh, we've, yeah, we've officially, yeah, we've officially hit the 10 minute mark and I just talked for way too long. So you go first. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, happy birthday, Leona. Here's your first story. This one is Aww. called The House on Pine. Quote, that's not mom. 
Ooh. Oh, shit. Leona, you can't listen to this yet. Alameda, cover your ears. Alameda. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is from Ash, she, her. It says, hello, Eva, Christine, M, fur babies, human babies, lemon, insects, and their abodes, and the undead that haunt Christine. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's not your fault. So, now that I've finally caught up, I'm not crying. You're crying. I think it's time to send in my stories. The house I grew up in was so haunted that anyone who spent any time there experienced something. We have ghosts, demon dogs, top hats, phantom what? cats. I feel like that should that should get some more explanation, but okay. I feel like uh, that's like the like that stupid Disney movie, the bed bed doorknobs and broomsticks or something. Oh, um, what's the movie? But it feels like just Fantasia? like Fantasia. Yeah, like a phantom hat just kind of swinging around. Oh, this hat's just like uh, coming to life and singing i don't know top hats phantom cats witches cryptids and finally the thing that pretends to be my mother (gasps) oh my god that sounds almost scarier than fantasia so you're uh (laughs) getting me good here ash oh it says my older sister and i had a swing set in the backyard and we're entertaining ourselves as my mother went to the store my sister gets my attention and says mom's home and she needs help I remember thinking it was strange for mom to park in front of the house, but I ran inside all the same. The phone was ringing, so Kay went to the kitchen to answer it as I went to the front door to help mom bring in the groceries. Except mom isn't outside and her car isn't here. I walk back down the hall and see Katie looking pale. It was mom on the other line, still at the store, wanting to see if she needed to pick something up. Katie said mom had come out to the porch, recognizable by her long blonde hair, and beckoned us in with her come here motion. She didn't remember seeing mom's face. I feel like I've heard that where it's like a doppelganger doesn't, like the face is almost too specific that like they kind of See, hide I've that had, from you. I've always thought it's because the eyes, the windows to the soul. <gasps> yeah, and they know right? They it's like they can't something... recreate a soul. Yes, there's something recognizable there that, that they try to cover up. Ugh. Our house has one long hallway that ends in my parents' room. One time I saw my mom from down the hall walk across her room and thought nothing of it until it clicked that no one can walk across the room as my parents had a massive bed that took up a majority of the space. One time during a break from college, yes, my parents still live there, I was still on dorm time and was taking a shower at 2 a.m. The bathroom is right off the kitchen and at the other end of the hallway from my parents' room. My father was out of town and the house was quiet and dark, so I easily heard my mom walk down the hallway and into the kitchen. As she passed the bathroom door, I heard her make a very distinctive throat clearing she does every time she wakes up. I dressed quickly and called through the door, sorry mom, I didn't mean to wake you. When she didn't answer, I knew I was in trouble, so I popped my head out of the bathroom and looked into the dark and empty living room, kitchen, and hallway. The next morning, my mother confirmed that she had slept very soundly that night with no disturbance. Unfortunately, I was extremely disturbed. <laughs> yeah, I, I beg to differ. Oh my God. When I was very little, my parents had a couple come over for the evening for dinner and a movie. My father retired early to the bedroom, leaving my mother and their friends, who unfortunately fell asleep on the couch. That's M coming over to my house. Like, you know what? Oh, thanks for inviting me to the movie. Good night. <laughs> you know what? That is the sign that you feel very safe at someone That's else's true. house and you're not strangers these are real friends yeah you're not like sitting on the edge of the couch uncomfortable you're like, like waiting to go lounging yeah. yeah it's like i found exactly the cozy spot i don't give a shit who sees yeah I'm out. i don't care who bought this at ashley furniture it's my bed now and i'm i also here. 
I love that both of them fell asleep. I do too. I'm like, are these two people like, is this their MO? Like, they just kind of bop around and nap at the same time. Right. Like they couldn't have possibly at the exact same moment synchronistically like both fell asleep. Like someone, someone saw that the other one already fell asleep and went, (laughs) well, I guess I'm here too. (laughs) Yeah. Like instead of being like, honey, let's go home and go to bed. It's like, I guess we're both in down for the count. (laughs) So if Um, you're in, I'm in. Yeah. That just cracks me up. Uh, Wow. What an interesting, I wonder if they ever got invited back. Um, (laughs) I hope so. It sounds like that couch was incredibly, (laughs) incredibly uh, intoxicating. Mom had already seen this movie, and since it was late, decided to let them sleep and went to bed. It's important to note that the early 2000s meant 16 billion remote controls for, <laughs> for everything from the DVD player to the speakers. Oh, remember? And then there's one for the fan, and mm-hmm. some people had one for the blinds, and some people had one. And it's like, oh, God, well, everything's going crazy. Even like that... Um, in, everyone that was that grew up in the 80s or 90s has the... Like the that one glass cabinet of all the stereo systems that like your uh-huh. dad never let you touch. Nope. There was like four remotes to that too. So yeah. And I'm like, did you ever even use that? I don't know. Probably never. Not. I don't remember a single goddamn time the thing was no. ever used. I'm like, I just want to turn the knob, but I can't even do that because everyone it's wanted to limits. turn the knob. Anyway, so 16 billion remotes. My mother is not a patient woman and always opted to go to the TV and manually turn everything off. Sometime later, Patty wakes up to use the restroom and wakes Paul as she jostles the china cabinet to leave. Paul sees my mother sitting across from him, her long blonde hair obscuring her face, highlighted by the TV she is facing. Mm. He says, oh, Caprice, I'm so sorry we fell asleep. My mother sighs with irritation and suddenly the entire entertainment center turns off. (gasps) Paul stammers out, Caprice, really, I'm sorry. There is a pause until Patty opens the bathroom door, flooding the living room with light, and reveals an empty couch adjacent <gasps> to theirs. Did oh my Caprice god! Go to bed, she asks. Paul knew the thing that had sat across from him couldn't be my mother, as he didn't hear the delicate chime of china with her departure. Ooh. Oh my god! Uh, this is the last one, but it says this is possibly the worst one. Say the worst oh, for last. You know how like we that- do. That last one felt pretty bad, so... Yeah, I'm not looking forward to this. My father travels for work, and during... Your father is always out of there. He's like, fuck this. I don't want to see this doppelganger. Can you imagine living in a house where you don't know if your wife is your wife or a demon? (laughs) He's like, I'm going on a business trip. I'm going to bed. Also, why is your mom so weirdly comfortable with this? Yeah, why are they still... Has she ever seen herself in the house? Is that why? Like, she's like just not freaked out? I would like to know if she's seen herself. That's a great question. This is possibly the worst one. My father travels for work, and during the summer, my mother would bring her sister and her five kids in from out of state for a week or more. We were all thrilled and would set out pallets on the living room floor and eat junk food and watch Toonami. My mom and aunt would sleep in my parents' bedroom, my mom in her usual spot facing the closet, and my aunt and my father's facing the long hallway. My mother slept very little that night, hearing us kids creep down the hall as quietly as we could to use the bathroom, and the next morning, my mom rolled over to complain about how active us kids were. My aunt looked over at her, eyes wide, and said, that wasn't the kids. (laughs) She told my mom how something would start at the far end of the hallway and slowly walk down until the sound faded away. 
Then it would start at the end again, each time getting closer and closer to the open door of my parents' bedroom. My aunt kept her eyes closed and tried to ignore it until it got to the very threshold of their bedroom and she heard the muffled sound of footsteps on carpet. Oh my god. Oh my god. The rug barely extended past the foot of the bed. My aunt knew that whatever stood before her was not a child and she knew she shouldn't look, but curiosity got the better of her. Girl. Girl. She peeled one eye open and saw my mother standing over her. Stop! This is scaring me, Ash. I actually hate this so I'm much. So afraid of Caprice and her doppelganger. <laughs> also, with a name like Caprice, I'm like you. It, al- it already sounds like some e- exotic phantom that you only yes, read about in castles. Like a character like Clarice, but Caprice. It yeah. sounds like it's part of a horror movie. She peeled one eye open and saw my mother standing over her, stiff and still, long blonde hair. And the face of an owl. Alameda! Alameda, what the hell are you doing there with your French braids hanging she over said, this poor lady? She said, girl, I've known I was going to be in this story the whole time. She's like, I've been waiting for my cameo. Okay, it says, okay, thanks, y'all. If you like this one, I have several others from the house on Pine, but that's a story for another time. Of course. <laughs> Love wow. it. Hey, guess what? That's terrible. I fucking guess what? hate that. Blaze is gone for Five days, uh, and my parents are leaving town, so I'm home completely alone for the next five days. With a Don't baby? With the baby, yes. First of all, I'm that sounds scary on its terrified. own. But also- <laughs> Like, Blaze does it all the time because I'm always traveling, but I'm not used to, like, him being gone for a long period of time. And usually, at least my mom comes over during the day to, like, keep me company, but not this Oof. time. Is Zandy home or something? Or is her sister Zandy home? Zandy is home. So maybe I will drag him into my bullshit. We'll see. You're like, please come over because I... I Help me. Because Leona, on her on her birthday, October 1st, keeps pointing up to the stairs and saying, hoo, hoo. So, <laughs> um, Wow. So, and also the, the face of an owl really threw me because I just don't. That, I don't know if that means... I'm trying to analyze it in my head, and I feel like other maybe like it felt like oh I can show more of my true self mm. because these people have seen me before versus those people who crashed on the couch. They I'll start easy on them and just make them think that I'm someone else. Interesting, but, but even like the it seemed like they were just using her facade, but not even trying to mimic a behavior. Or maybe it was like a black eyed children thing where they know I'm supposed to stare at the TV. I don't know how to react to like people talking to me though. Oh, like this is me being a human. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, but that like, it almost seems like it's trying to show itself though. Like, what does it want? You know what I mean? Like it's hovering over the bed at night. Like it's, getting in everyone's face it's like appearing on the porch and summoning the kids in yeah it wants you to feel safe around it which i hate and why why isn't this goddamn mom involved like what what did she do to first of all be so cursed to be mimicked and doppelganged but doppelganged (laughs) but also how like unlucky is she that like someone like is tricking everyone she loves I'm with her, though. I would be like, it's not my fucking problem, okay? I'm in bed sleeping, so it's not my fault there's an owl I, version of myself walking around the house. 
I would like at least one time for like it to be her husband she thinks she's seeing in the house. Like just so she knows how scary it is for everybody else. But then again, the uh, husband's never fucking around, so that would be a he's, shock. Uh, he's traveling, so he's the only smart uh smart one here. No, that's that was rude. I didn't mean it like that. He <laughs> well, has the right idea. Let's put it that way. That's what I think. All anyway, right. Well, thank you, Ash. Uh, that was terrible and scary. Thank you. And I what a it. terrible way to start Halloween. Thank you so much. Thank you. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant and cushions with easy assembly and disassembly. This is the perfect thing for your outdoor space. They also just launched a new standing desk, co-pilot with adjustable height, a durable scratch-resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever. I'm in the market for a new desk, um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark. And of course, there's Burroughs Legacy seating collections like the Nomad and Range, now available in new colors. And Em and I, that's like the only piece of furniture I think we actually share is our Burroughs sofa in the podcast department. Love that thing. And that's why we drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. So this next story, I'm not even going to tell you the topic because I think Ooh. you'll figure it out on your own. And this is from Alyssa Hughes' she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Um, and Alyssa says, hello, and that's why we drink crew. Longtime listener, first time submitter here. I started listening during the pandemic and am currently, remember that time when everyone called it the panini? Remember when we thought that was so funny and then immediately it was like, okay, seriously, we just want to stop talking about it. It feels like something that as like, like, it's like it gives millennial cringe it kind of because yeah. i feel like it's just something that we don't discuss anymore but it was so big at one point it was just like nobody even talked about how we did it we just all did it this all happened okay anyway 
I started listening during the pandemic and am currently re-listening to the episodes where Christina's pregnant as I'm oh. expecting my first daughter and hearing about someone else's pregnancy is making me feel a whole lot better and less Yay. afraid of all the craziness that is becoming a mom. So thanks for being open and sharing on the show, Christine. Congratulations. So exciting for your own little demon. Your own little darling duchess of demonology. Whoa. Do you like that? Sort no? of. <laughs> we'll, we'll play around with it. I'm trying to think how many D's can I get in there? Hmm. All right. Uh, anyways, here's my story. I am a teacher. So summers, I have time alone in the house during the day when my husband goes to work and pregnancy has made me quite sleepy. Hmm. This has led to some impromptu napping. And one morning I fell back asleep after my husband left with my sweet dog scout on the bed with me. Hmm. After just a few minutes of sleeping, I heard a knock at the door. Normally, I would just ignore it because true crime, duh. Mm. But for some reason, my dog wasn't barking or freaking out at all, and I decided to go see who it was. When I opened the door, it was two plainly but well-dressed teens. No, um, is this where I... No, I don't want to... No, no, no. Oh, my God. That's what Eva said. I remember. She said... Sorry. She said there's a couple... And I said, oh, there's no way we're going to remember what the the other theme was. I still don't. Fucking black-eyed kids. Well, thanks, Eva. <laughs> oh, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. When I opened the door, it was two plainly but well-dressed teens with their heads kind of down so I couldn't really see their faces. Fucking shit. I asked them what they wanted, and they gave a vague answer. I can't quite remember. So I closed the door and went back to lay down in my bed. That's when I woke up. I had not, in fact, answered my door to see the strange teens. I had dreamt it. I felt relieved as it was a weird experience and lazily drifted back into sleep, back into the dream, and back into fully believing that the dream was reality. Ooh, so now we're... Oh, jeez. That's some Nightmare on Elm Street shit. Now I like my little house, but the emphasis is on the little. So you can see the front door from the bed when the bedroom door is open. Oh, terrifying i can't imagine going good that talk about true crime just like the true crime the guy out front can just know exactly where you are Ah! not to like give you the worst terror of your life but em is just describing a nightmare scenario but also like i don't think that's good feng shui i'm you should move your bed i don't even know anything about feng shui but i will say the vibes are definitely off yeah not to like make a pregnant woman move her furniture around because can I you actually like take down the wall and put it somewhere shui. else? That would be better. Can you actually put the house uh, in a different angle? Maybe just can you lift actually it up and put the house for sale and leave. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, poor thing. I'm sorry. So as I'm laying in bed in this dream world, I can see that the front door is cracked open. <gasps> I know it's a dream, but girl, figure it out. Uh, I think uh, this is what I. I think. That's strange. I better go close it before the pets get out. So I get up and start walking to the door. Mm-mm. As I walk, my limbs feel heavy and I'm walking slower than usual. That kind of dream thing where you can never run mm, as fast as you need to or, feeling. or punch as hard as you can. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. As I approach the door, the strange teens from earlier are suddenly standing in the no. doorway and I can see their faces this time. Get away. Their eyes are. Nope totally black forget it i am instantly panicked and wake up again but this time it's just one eye that opens and the rest of my body is paralyzed no! 
This is like, uh, babe, okay. that's crazy. That's this is terrible. That's too much. Your one eye, well, your the other one went, fuck this. I'm staying in Dreamworld. Yeah, that was the one I was like, I don't think so. Uh, I look around with my one eye open, and as I realized it was all a dream again, I tried desperately to remember what reality looks like and feels like as I can feel Aww. myself slipping back into sleep. I hate that feeling. This is so scary. I wake up again in, in the dream, and none the wiser that this is not reality, and check the entryway for the black-eyed teens. They are standing there totally still, just watching me with their black <gasps> eyes. All the while, my dog is sleeping on the bed, being no help at all. <laughs> uh, I, she's probably having sleep paralysis too, girl. Like, she's... Oh. That poor dog. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I slowly get up from the bed and start to move toward the kitchen in the hopes of arming myself with a steak knife. Here's what I think is, like, the silly part to this story, if you were to watch it from, like, a movie perspective. Okay. It's like... If your bedroom door faces the outward front door that's cracked and people can see you, they're watching you get out of bed and tiptoe yeah, yeah, into yeah. another room I to grab like, a knife. This is an interesting choice to be try and be sneaky to grab the knife. That feels like part of a comedy, like a like a what's <laughs> uh, like a satire on a horror movie, like a, a, sh a very shtick, like a yeah. I don't know, like it's just like a three it's stooges like style. You know, scary movie that's like the yes. satire on, but I feel like there was a scene like that where she grabs yeah. a knife and the guy's like, I can see you I doing this. You. He's like, I'm watching <laughs> you do this. Uh. Um, as I walk, the weight of the dream nonsense is making me feel like I'm full of sand and I'm moving Oof. so slowly, I start to sink toward the floor. At this point, my main concern is now my body. Something is clearly wrong with me. I can barely move my legs, let alone arm myself against the intruders in my home. I'm contemplating if I should keep trying to get a knife or if I should just try to get back to my phone to call my husband because I'm clearly having a medical emergency when my fear wakes me for a third time. My one Your eye opens. brain is being evil to you right now, like keeping you Truly. asleep when this is happening. Truly. My one eye opens and I'm back in the real world, but still paralyzed. This time, as I realize it was all a stupid dream, I'm determined to stay awake. As if it was the hardest physical task I've ever had to accomplish, I managed to open my other eye. I'm looking around my bedroom and soaking in the reality, making sure I don't fall asleep again, and my dog springs off the bed and runs to the front door. As he's whining and sniffing at the door, I swear I can hear someone slowly walking down the squeaky porch steps and away from my home. I finally move my fingers and hands, followed my arms and legs, and I can sit up in my bed firmly awakened in reality. The black-eyed teens from my dreams left in dreamland, but then who was at my door? Is that it? That's it. Oh, for God's sake. Okay, I know. The fact that the dog was like, somebody's at the door, mm. and it's like sniffing the door afterward? Nah. I'm telling you, I think the dog also had sleep paralysis. That's what I'm thinking. You both think were in was, a dream together. I think he was just being lazy. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> that damn millennial dog. You know, that those lazy kinds. That damn dog. Oh, that's really terrifying. Um, And if uh, I were you, I would be traumatized. So, um, there's, so I mean, there's, sorry. there's really nothing like that feeling of like trying to get yourself awake. And it really does feel like the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. It's, it's like you're just slug, it's like quicksand almost like, Oh, 
it's also it's so frustrating because even there are times where i know i'm awake and i'm having sleep paralysis and i'm just trying to I think what I've been trying to do recently is like scream as loud as I can. Cause I'm like, if I scream loud enough, maybe, and maybe if I scream as loud as I can, in this dream, maybe my waking body will be like struggling and Allison will wake me up. Allison literally sleeps. Like there's a thousand bricks on top of her. She's yeah. n- <laughs> it's so unhelpful because like, I feel uh. like, I feel like I can sense that I'm like actually like hitting her or something. And she, like my hands moving, but nothing else is fucking homegirl doesn't even care. I think she like would prefer me to be, fully sleep paralysis so like she can just get a good night's sleep but i'm fighting for my goddamn life yeah yeah (laughs) fighting for my life uh yeah if i had a sleep paralysis about black-eyed kids entering my home i genuinely don't know how i would recover i'd be so scared i i can't even imagine and like i also want to i wonder about ash like are you having sleep paralysis dreams and you're at home like where you're non-mom is just showing up. Oh, the doppelganger. Up. Yeah. I feel like yeah, that's I wonder... a prime place to have yeah, sleep paralysis. And the aunt who saw, who like kept, who saw the figure standing over her, like that sounds very classic sleep paralysis. So I wonder if that <sighs> was part of it too. Oh my um, God. Okay. Well, why not? Why not just throw another fucking black eyed kid story in here? Cause this is from <laughs> Abby. I'm, I'm being really mean to our listeners today. I'm not trying to be. Yeah, I'm fuck feeling, you guys. But also, you here we go. your lazy dog. No, I'm just, <laughs> I feel like I'm being so insulting and I'm and like victim blamey, and I'm really not trying to be. Um, I think I'm trying to be funny and it's not working. So I apologize. But anyway, this is from Abby. She, her, it's called Black Eyed Kids, parentheses B E K, Spooky Nightmare. Hi, friends. I'm currently on a re-listen of the early days and came across the BEK episode where it triggered a memory of my most frightening nightmare. At the time of the nightmare, I had no prior knowledge of BEK and actually had not learned about them until five years ago through podcasts, parentheses, hey, thanks. I, I <laughs> sense the sarcasm coming through. To set the scene before the nightmare begins, we live in a two-story house with my bedroom on the second floor. Just below my windows is where a first-floor addition was. Therefore, I could easily crawl through a window and be on the flat roof of the addition. There wasn't an easy way to get up or down without a ladder, though. Trust teenage me, I certainly tried. Oh. Cue the nightmare. It's evening. I'm in my room, where, by the way, everything is normal. Throughout the dream, my house is exactly as it should be, which isn't typical, at least for me. Usually there's some sort of wild dream, extra room or something, you know? There wasn't, so I'm in my room and I hear a tap on my window. I hesitantly walk over and move the shade just enough to peer out. I see a young girl with black hair and black eyes. Bye. I quickly step back and attempt to scream, but this is dream world and I can't. Okay, so these are like the same fucking dreams. Like you cannot react. You have like no bodily control as these black eyed kids are trying to enter your home. This is horrible. That's wild because I always thought they could only invade your home, not your mind. Well, seems like they have leveled up. Yeah. But this is dream world and I can't, and I'm very aware that I can't. In a panic, I run for the door and find my mom. I hysterically explain my fear, and she, being the kind mom she is, replies, We have to let her in. Oh my god, girl, girl no. no, you. What are you talking about? 
You're simply unwell. That's You're what I would tell my simply, mom. Simply, I would be like, that's not my mom from the first story. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're not my real mom. But also, I would know it wasn't my mom because my mom would never just let somebody into the house. So, <laughs> Are you sure, like a little kid, she wouldn't let in? I feel like she would. I think especially if it was a little kid. Oh, maybe not. She's like, I have time for this shit. <laughs> She's like, I have a glass of wine I need to drink. She's I don't like, know where your parents are. I you had know? a kid and I did fine so it's like someone else's like, turn it's like i'm fi- like if you need somewhere to go there's the backyard but i'm busy in here please go yeah away. you can use the pool if you need to yeah immediately i begin sobbing and protesting her horrible plan sadly she won the fight and went to the window to let the girl in new dream scene i am now in our perfectly normal living room with my mom dad and this scary black-eyed kid girl I'm pleading with my horror movie and novel-loving dad to understand why she cannot be here with us. It is so obvious to me that this is the beginning of some sort of horror story, and I couldn't believe my dad wasn't on my side. While I'm begging for help, Black-Eyed Kid Girl is sitting with my mom, staring at me with her black void eyes. By the way, remember, this, this just occurred to me and it made my heart sink. This dream happened to her to abby before she ever knew what a black-eyed kid was remember she oh said, right when i first heard about this concept Ugh. i heard about it on I podcasts i'm so terrified and angry that they won't believe me my dad finally speaks and says you need to get over this she's staying <gasps> now go and give her a hug <gasps> honestly fuck it no honestly thank you you with all my heart lovingly fuck you like (laughs) and respectfully you're not my real dad anymore bye well you know what that's making making me think of is like if this black-eyed kid is in charge of your dream they're directing the narrative of like i'm here to stay get used to it yeah i'm here to stay get used to it now give me a hug give me a hug (laughs) i just want affection Despite my heart beating nearly out of my chest and my brain screaming to run, I oblige. I slowly walk toward BEK girl as she rises for the hug. We embrace. And as we do, she digs her nails into my back and forcefully drags them all the way up to my neck as I scream and writhe in pain. Oh my God. I awake in the dark of my room, sweating and terrified. I never opened that shade again. And that (gasps) summer, while repainting my room, I accidentally, quote-unquote, painted that window shut. Mm -hmm. It's been about 15 years since the dream, and it still gives me goose cam. Ick. I've tried to find any meaning, psychological or otherwise, behind it, but nothing really tracks. I really hope it's not an omen, though. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Oh, my God. I'm going to have nightmares tonight just based on these stories, and I'm going to feel like i'm haunted all over again this is not good these are well done writing them everybody that's all i gotta say god i feel eva going like having selected this although i do feel bad for eva sometimes because she's clearly sitting in the dark at home it's true reading these on her own it's true there was a brief time where i did that back at the start of the podcast and i remember feeling very unwell after hours of digging through people's submissions so i imagine Oof. it still takes a toll okay this is from tori he uses she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns tori and uh this subject is salem febreze ghost 
Febreze. Okay. Febreze. Okay. 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 Hello, M, Christine, and Eva. I wanted to write in and tell y'all the thing that just happened to me while in Salem. I was born and raised in Massachusetts, so that meant multiple elementary school field trips to Salem. Plus, Mm. I performed in a monthly shadow cast of the Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, in the Witch City Mall. How cool! I am no stranger to Salem, but this was my very first paranormal experience. Okay, first of all, like, I don't want to, I don't know how scary it gets, but like, how maybe not lucky, but dope is it that if you're going to have a ghost experience, ought to be Salem? Yeah, especially growing up in like, I feel like it strikes me as, it feels like Tori's one of those people who like things happen all the time and she's like, oh, that's nothing. And then like, this is going to be like a real ghost story where she's like, oh, (laughs) my first paranormal encounter. And it's like, no, not the, yeah. This past weekend was my birthday and my long distance friend was visiting from Cincinnati. And when I finally figured out what I wanted to do, I booked us a room at the haunted Hawthorne hotel. Mm. I had always wanted to spend the night at this hotel and hope that something, uh, insert word that we're trying not to say spectral spectral. I always wanted something spectral to happen while we were there. Uh, rumor has it that three and six are the most haunted floors, and we ended up on five. However, we were across the hall from one of the most haunted room numbers, so I'll take it. <laughs> While my girlfriend was in the shower before checkout, I went down to the lobby to get her a cup of coffee. And as soon as I opened our hotel room door, I was hit with a very nice but strong smell. I saw the maid's cart to my left and figured that someone had just febrezed the hallway or something. When I get in the elevator, the smell is just as strong, and I finally figured out what the smell was. Apples. Which they Mm. do have an apple Febreze that I liked quite a lot when it was out. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. When I got off the elevator, I got the coffee. Uh, She wanted it black, so I didn't have to do much. And it took less than a minute. When I got inside the elevator, the smell was gone. When I got off at our floor, the smell was gone. Um, it was too strong of a smell and too short of a trip for it to have dissipated that quickly. On the land where the Hawthorne Hotel was built once was an apple orchard of Bridget (gasps) Bishop. And Bridget Bishop was one of the first people to be tried for the crime of witchcraft and was found guilty and hanged on June 10th in 1962. I don't think so. I think it's maybe 1762. 1962. Or 1662. Yeah, it says 1662. Apparently smelling apples throughout the hotel is something common that happens. Once I figured out that I was smelling apples in the elevator, I was shook. When we left our room, my girlfriend checked the maid's cart and neither of the Febreze scents were apple. Well, they're missing out on a prime opportunity there. If they want to stock up on some apple Febreze, they could really get something going. Yeah. If you're the Hawthorne Hotel and the person who, like, used to be there was was of the apple job in Ken World, her job is apple, then, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, make it, make, do something with the apples. lean into it. Totally lean into it. Especially, like, during Halloween, like, apple cider is, like, you know. Ugh. Yeah, and when your friend says, I just want black coffee, be like, okay, sure. And then put, like, a bunch of apple creamer in it. Be like, hmm. Yeah, just give her an apple, actually, and be like, this is of, this is of the culture of Hawthorne Hotel, so you can get used to it. This is what you wanted, right? Uh, uh, anyway, th- thank you, Tori. Wow. Uh, that is something. I Have you had a ghostly smell experience before, Em? 
I never can tell. I really am so, um, I feel like smell is not my strong scent. Interesting. Um, I feel like when I smell something, it's only because something's either really good or really stinky. And mm. both times I want to know what the culprit is because I either want to eat it or avoid it. Um, so most of the time, if I am playing scent detective, I don't think I've ever come up with a mystery on my hands. Have you eaten the apple Febreze? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I've smelt it and it has made me want to go down and like uh, go down to like a coffee shop and get apple cider. I'm literally Googling it right now because I kind of want some apple Febreze. Is that weird? (laughs) No, it's great. It's a great smell. delightful. I um I just can't use it anymore. I overused it and I used it for a while as like my bathroom scent. So now I associate it with like bathroom smells. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. I always stick to like citrusy for the bathroom. I'm like, I don't want to go there, you know, ruin it for myself. Um, I uh when tough. it come when it comes to like phantom smells though, there have been you know, this happened when I was at the beach with my mom where we both had the experience i really think someone just walked in front of us and we were just smelling their perfume but um my gammy who passed away she's had a very distinct smell and someone had to have been wearing something of hers but we both smelt it at the same time and went that smelled just like gammy and i almost ran up to the people in front of us and asked like what are you wearing so i can buy some and like always smell her but uh, we lost them by that time but Anyway, that was the last time I smelled something and it reminded me of a ghost. That's cool. And it could have been. I mean, if you had asked and they were like, we don't wear perfume. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> we like to be stinky. <laughs> yeah. Deodorant. Who? Yeah. Uh, yeah I, wow. That's that's creepy. I've had some experiences. Do you remember that time I smelled something when we were ghost hunting? And I made everyone stand there and you and Eva didn't smell it, I think. That but has happened quite a lot, yeah. That is the only time, and I feel like it's always just like a quick waft of something. Um, mm. It's happened to me at a haunted hotel, too, where I'm like, who is smoking cigars in this place? And then I'm like, oh, probably mm. nobody. Interesting. Um, okay, but apples would be a delightful smell. Oh, wait, I, it was at, well, we can't say it. It was where we just were. Yeah. And... Yeah. They said that you can smell cigars in a certain room, and you apparently really smelled cigars. I was and like, then I feel like someone just blew a cloud of it in my fa- fucking face. And then later that night, only I could smell cigars, oh, and you couldn't right. smell them. And they blew it, it in was, your face. <laughs> it was one of those things where, like, it was creepy in the moment, but like, no one will ever see that footage because it, it didn't doesn't look... like translate well. That's yeah, the worst it's... part about our tour is that like people get an hour of footage, but we were in a location for like. I mean, when you add up both times, it was like eighteen hours or something yeah, of us to, being like, in a house. How the energy of it and how scary it really gets, you know, to yeah. people who weren't there. I wonder if we could do. Maybe we could start like a, or like we go ghost hunting with people, you know, like a mm-hmm. in person mm-hmm. tour. I, Can I you imagine know. if we did like a a competition and someone gets to go ghost hunting with us? That'd be fun. I'm saying, like, I think that'd be really fun i wonder what the competition would be we'll shop it we'll shop it we'll shop shop it this podcast is brought to you by squarespace the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue then get started with squarespace's new feature squarespace courses squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course 
Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is called Hypnosis Experience, and this is from... She, her. Okay. Katie. All right. Sorry, Katie. Katie. Oh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Christine and Eva. First off, I just want to say y'all are my favorite. I am a pediatric social worker and therapist. Wow. Good for you. That's awesome. Although I love what I do, we all need some time to decompress and practice self-care. My way of doing that is listening to ghost stories and true crime with you guys. How millennial of me, LOL. Thanks for being awesome. I was super excited when you guys mentioned how you wanted to hear hypnosis experiences. I've been so fascinated with hypnosis ever since I read Many Lives, Many Masters by Dr. Brian Weiss. Great book, by the way, as just a Christine aside. Um, and you can get oh. it on audiobook. It's not very long and uh, it's very interesting. Fun fact, I attended a seminar with him and met him. He is such a cool guy with an amazing vibe. So while in grad school, I did a few sessions of hypnotherapy and a past life regression. I want to do that so bad. I have to say it was really helpful. Christine, since you've mentioned that you've been wanting to do a past life regression, I'll tell that story. Yay. Perfect. Okay. That works out very well for the the craving you just had seconds ago. <laughs> I mean, look at this. Just right right in my path. Like a little, like a little, a little, hmm, puckwudgy? I don't know. What goes oh. in your path? I don't know. <laughs> I a gemstone know. i feel like i'm have a gas leak in my house today i don't think <laughs> i don't think the things i'm saying are sensible at all or sensical at all okay let me preface this by saying blah 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 let me see uh oh pass regression okay i'll tell that story let me preface this by saying ever since i was a little kid i have been terrified of fire and burning 
Like lighting a candle with a match was extremely stressful for me. I've always felt like I knew what it was like to die by burning. Oh my. Oh my God. But meanwhile, I'm like, I used to like play with matches and like, you know, I probably shouldn't admit that on the show. Oh, <laughs> anyway. I played with matches uh, quite a lot. Okay. When you didn't respond, I was... I was like, okay, well now I look like the psycho, but. No, here, I'll look one. like a psycho. I was one of those people who used to hold a lighter and then do like the aerosol spray. It's like create oh, yeah. a flamethrower. Oh. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Oh, one time my mom caught me. And it, I was doing it in front of my friends, and she came out and yelled at me in front of my friends. So embarrassing. Ooh, never did it again. Yeah, you know, never that's when again. you know you're in serious trouble. I once caught my windowsill on fire, um, oh. and my stepmom has never forgiven me, and it got melted all the paint off. She's so Oh, shit. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, I've been terrified of fire and burning. I've always felt like I knew what it was like to die by burning, but growing up in a very strict Catholic household, that would be impossible because I've only lived this life and have never been burned, right? Mm -hmm. Additionally, I've always been fascinated with witches. I was obsessed with Hocus Pocus. Well, still am. So much so that my strict Catholic mother told me once that she was worried for my soul. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, I scheduled my first past life regression session after three regular hypnotherapy sessions and was super excited. A few days before my regression, I had this extremely vivid dream that I was a young woman living in the woods. I felt terrified as people were knocking on my door. I finally opened the door and was taken away by people and burned alive. Mm. I woke up and was like, what the fuck? It felt so real that I was grateful I woke up. So during my past life regression session, I felt myself getting very deep in the hypnosis. The therapist led me through this, and although I can't remember exactly what she said, I remember becoming very present in a forest. It was in Europe a very long time ago, and I knew that I fled to live in the woods. I was a healer, but knew that it was dangerous and that people were threatened by me. I remember feeling abandoned by my parents, but due to their own fear of me. Oh. Which is, which is an interesting parallel that your mom yeah said like i'm afraid for your soul and stuff if you're watching these witch shows and like in another movies. life they were threatened by you maybe yeah. mm. Weird, right i remember feeling abandoned by my parents but due to their own fear of me what was what was interesting is that i saw my parents in that life and although i didn't recognize my father i recognized my mother as a previous co-worker in this life can you imagine your co-worker becomes your mom your especially someone you don't like oh that's like the ultimate punishment man you'd be like seriously what the it would fuck make, speaking of parallels though it would make sense that you would be with someone like in multiple lives and they would have the same type of characteristics of like oh we're going to like have disagreements and like do like tasks together and like yes you know, yes that talk about like an uphill battle uh for your soul <laughs> to yeah. learn to deal with yeah oh boy okay I recognize my mother as a previous coworker in this life. She always rubbed me the wrong way, and although I was respectful, I kept as, kept as much distance as I could. Anyway, the hypnotherapist led me through that lifetime to the last moments of that life. That is when it hit me. I was engulfed in flames. I felt mm. heat and pain, was physically choking and coughing, and literally saw the color red as my eyes were closed, almost as if there is a light shining in your eyes while closed, and you can still make out the color of that light. In the moment, I knew I was burned alive in that life. I suspected it's because I lived during the witch trials and I was a healer. What was fascinating and terrifying to reflect on was how real the sensations of pain, fear, and panic were. I, which is so fascinating because, like, if that 
hundreds of years ago that can like bleed into your current life that like pain yeah. and fear still which is just so jarring to think about i i don't know enough about this kind of stuff but if your past lives affect you today like it'd be wild if i mean i i can't imagine having something that traumatic happen in a past life and it still causing some sort of trauma kid, or something yeah and as a kid you're already scared of fire like you're already traumatized that you don't Oof. even know why I was also curious about whether the dream I had prior to that influenced the regression. At the time, though, I didn't put two and two together, and I really think that my subconscious was very open due to the previous hypnotherapy sessions, which led to me dreaming of a very real memory my soul had. If you're curious about if the regression helped overcome my fear of fire, that is a big hell no. (laughs) Fire, (laughs) I mean, I don't blame you. Fair enough. Imagining myself, not even imagining, but like re-experiencing the memory of being burned alive would also not help my fear of fire. So well, don't the person worry. the person doing the past life regression on you, like the hypnotist, like probably thought like, oh, you like accidentally caught your windowsill on fire in a past <laughs> life. But it's like, oh no, you were a witch burned at the stake. Okay, yeah, that's that is tougher. above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah, it's like, above. I don't know. I haven't been trained for that one. That's uh that's that's gotta be really rough. Wild. Fire is scary as hell. Nope. It says fire is scary as well, but I would imagine as hell also. Mm -hmm. Fire is scary as well, but I feel like I have an awareness now and less anxious about burning alive or lighting a candle with a match. LOL. Okay. Well, that's good. Like it lowered your anxiety about it. That's huge. I was chill. I will say the hypnotherapy sessions I had for anxieties in this life helped tremendously. Can I, can you, can you refer me to this person, please, uh, Katie, because I need help. 10 out of 10 (laughs) recommend. Wish I could share more, but that will have to wait for another day. If you read this, thanks for reading. Wishing you all the very best, Katie. I want more of those stories. More past lives. Please, please. Christine's always loving about the past life. I just want to know. And if you happen to be a cowboy in a past life, there (laughs) is a chance that she was in love with you. Just so I will leave my part. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I I still feel like I should do Blaze like a service and like text and be like, just come home dressed like a cowboy. Just come. (laughs) Or just just tell Christine like you had the weirdest dream that you were living in the Wild West in a past life. just just play a silly little game where like you know you come home with a you know your equivalent of like a steak dinner with roses and you're just like a cowboy i don't know let's just i think you'd have a good time hard yeah i think she'd feel wine and dine that's all live in kentucky you can find you some cowboy boots you could go to the boot barn down the road or something there's like four thousand of them come on all right this is our final story of october Uh, this is from Nick, who's a she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Nick. And the subject is the source of my horrific nightmares is a family curse. Oh, good. Starts with good day. (laughs) Good day. I guess. Not so much anymore, (laughs) but yeah. (laughs) To start this off, my family has a very strange affliction. It runs through my dad's side, and there are at least five living family members that deal with this. (gasps) An affliction. Ooh. Yikes. At least you have people in, you know, in your corner company. Yeah. You should all be in a group chat together. <laughs> it should. We sleepwalk, and now sleepwalking is a very small part of what happens to us because we mm. wander, we talk, we act out our dreams, and it is generally terrifying for all of us. I can only really give you specifics about what I deal with because most of my family members don't like to talk about what they dream. 
I have extremely vivid and repetitive dreams. From the time I was very small, I have dreamt that there were unseen people near me. Oh. I'm almost always in my room, and I can feel them near me in the walls whispering. Ew. I can never fully understand them, and no matter how much I look around for them, all I see is darkness. Sometimes Ugh. I would hear them and feel them and feel that I was awake. Oh, then my bed would shake like I was in the exorcist and I would wake up screaming. More than Dear once Lord. I dreamt that there were pieces of dead people hanging from my ceiling. Huh? In a grotesque mobile or mobile. Ah! Like the baby mobiles and all the pieces are dead body parts. No, 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 no. And I have frequent visitations from a woman with no face. She is probably the worst thing I deal with. Oh, it's with. Ash's Ugh. mom. <laughs> I was going to say, if she if she's listening right now, make sure you're doing this with headphones on because if you're near those walls that talk, oh, she just heard you say that. Awkward. Um, <laughs> hope you're in the car far, far away from your home when this comes out. <laughs> Whenever I dream of her, I'm always in my bed, completely frozen and staring at a black hole in my ceiling. She slowly climbs out of the Oh my god, she slowly climbs out one limb at a time and grows longer as she stretches down toward me. Oh! She's never touched me, but she always tries. When I snap out of it, I'm usually drenched in sweat. I'm talking change my pajamas levels of sweat. Oh god. Here's where it gets really awful. I dream all of this while my eyes are open. Huh? Like sleep paralysis? My body wakes up during these dreams, but my mind does not. I've been found running around my room, climbing furniture, and tearing <gasps> things apart, all while asleep. Oh, so you're acting this out. So you're acting out trying to escape her. That uh, This is dangerous, <sighs> seriously. Talk about night terrors. Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. So here's the thing. I've been to doctors, as have some of my family members, and this parasomnia phenomenon is so strange that i've been told my family would be a good study yeah i would agree with that but also how sad is that to know that like oh this isn't common and you're alone yeah well you know? not alone your whole family's <laughs> that's true but like I would, if i had a condition and like people couldn't tell me like oh this is common even yeah. if there's no fix, but like, oh, others are like you. Like, like this ha worry. has to feel so isolating. Yes, I would agree with that. That sounds fucking, uh, yeah, isolating is probably the best word. Your family could be a good study. And then it says, that's not how I wanted to get into a science journal. <laughs> they, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many people want to get into a science journal, but I certainly don't. I would love to be put into a science journal as an anomaly, but like not in a scary way. Just in like uh, okay, a, I'm well, so uh, narrow window there. Fabulous and funny and good looking that like I had like to be studied. It's got to yeah. be some sort of a family curse. This is a one and done situation. Yeah. <laughs> they gave me some anxiety meds and told me that that was all they could do. Spoiler: uh, They didn't help, but they did help me stop being anxious about going to bed. Is okay. that? Good or bad, within a year or so, I was having the same nightmares and leaving the bed again. But now I had a harder time waking up because of the drugs. Oh, okay. I feel like the doctors should have see. warned you about that. Yeah, yeah, that's something I didn't see coming. I feel like the doctors even didn't see that coming, but no. now it makes so much sense. Yeah. 
in the last few years, I feel like I have found, I may have found an answer. My dad was digging into our family history and was talking about our family name and how it's changed over the generations. He was telling me that one night over dinner, he found some extremely old documents on ancestry that date all the way back to the early years of America and described an ancestor that once owned a sugarcane plantation in Barbados. After a big hurricane, he left the plantation to become a minister in Salem. Oh, my God. My dad figured out that we are directly related to Samuel Paris, the minister who helped start the witch trials at Salem. And while I hate to think that anyone can lay a curse on a family, it definitely feels like it. And honestly, like, if anyone was going to get cursed... Oh, uh, yeah. It was going to be tracks. your family line. Sorry about that. Sorry, oh, my God. that sucks. And I mean, all these, like, this woman, I mean, like, I imagine a, the witch who cursed you, maybe, like, yeah. trying to, like, reach out and grab you. Oh, and, and also think about, like, the uh, the owning the plantation, like, owning oh, that can't be good either. people, you know, there's just so much bad there. Whew. When I learned I mean, about you it, you are not your ancestors, to be clear. You know, that would be bad news for all of us. But no, uh, but it does feel like a bit of a reckless spell, because if I could curse somebody's family line, I would hope that I made this the spell like specific enough where I'm like, but the good people are fine. Like, if you, yeah, exactly. if you change I, your ways, you're on my side. <laughs> I'd okay. be with you. Yeah. The women are are safe, I would say. Yeah. I feel like this is a job for Salem. I feel like you have to go there and like find a descendant of that witch to like unhex you. you yes. Know? Who is the Salem one? Uh, Salem. Tori. Oh, yeah. Ask Tori. Tori spends a lot of time in Salem. Now we're just like hooking up all our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. When I learned about it, I decided to try something. I began to write out apologies to the woman who Aww. died. I was so desperate and tired of having dealt with the horror of my dreams for so long. I just had to try. I couldn't keep waking up absolutely shaking and sweating with my heart pounding, standing somewhere that I didn't go to sleep. Um, so I wrote to every single girl and woman I could find through my research who had been <gasps> accused. I put them in a box under my bed. Um, and the cat sleeps next to it sometimes. That feels very witchy. What? It does. And it stopped. <gasps> I still have weird dreams sometimes where I wake up sitting upright, but I don't hear whispers. I don't see the woman with no face and I haven't had any dreams of bodies piling up around me. Maybe it's all in my head, but maybe somebody heard my apology. Anyway, I love to cuddle up with a sewing project and that's why we drink in my headphones and your stories keep me company and keep me thinking that a little respect could help ease some old pain. So I don't think I'll ever visit Salem though. Okay, so ignore what I have to say. Okay, well that part's not happening. But what about a, well, maybe not either, but maybe a past life regression, you know, with, uh, yeah, was it, uh, I'm trying to, I don't want to get the names wrong, with with Katie, Katie could take you in and you could learn, you know, maybe what some, uh. Well, you know what's so what's interesting is that like I feel like I don't know like I I think for the story it's absolutely it feels paranormal but also like even I feel like that could be a good psychology study for anyone of like 
oh, if you're having bad dreams, maybe like talk to the dreams, like face them head on. So like, I feel like yeah. that alone, even if it wasn't a paranormal thing, that's a would great have been point. Good for your mind of like address it head on. But yes, if- that's a great point because they've said like they've studied this. Like the more you push something out of your thoughts, like the stronger it gets in your subconscious. So maybe like running into it was yeah, a great idea. Yeah. But I also think, I mean, this feels paranormal to be clear. I'm not trying to like discredit. Your, no, no. Yeah. But but I feel like no matter what, I feel like it's a good reminder that like if you have something you're scared of in the dream world, maybe try to face it and see maybe if anything a, changes. Yeah. Maybe there's a, a reason. Um, like yeah. maybe you're related to a really bad man. <laughs> oh, my God. But like uh, that, is that so would be devastating. I like as somebody that's who crazy. constantly struggles with my like uh familial history and just trying to get to grips like it's that's a tough feeling like oh that's runs in my blood you know like that's got to be just really rough so um, i um not i don't know about a paranormal way but uh my family line at least on one side is pretty terrible through and through ever since we came to the u.s and i guarantee before that too so (laughs) I'm always like, what metaphorical demons are chasing me? Yes. And now I'm like, oh, this poor person actually has real demons. Yes. Well, not witches. Sorry, they're not demons, but you know, has it has some like real demons actual in the, demons in the scary sense of history. Like, they're haunting you uh, from the past. Yeah. Oh God, but wow. Okay, that's a that's a good ass story. That's that for is. sure. You should tell it on a first date and see like what happens. Uh, yeah, maybe with some of the people we just set you up with. There's That's a lot. true. We just tried to uh, set you up with a bunch of people. Mm. Well, how about that? Those that was one good pile of stories. Good job, Eva. Round of applause for good Eva. Good job. That was spooky. This is like such a. It was spectral, good... Christine. Ah, you're right. See, I mean, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Um, thank you for keeping me accountable. Em. Uh. Yes, this was a very spectral episode. It was very good. So, like, the every story was juicy and actually freaked me the fuck out. So, yeah, I actually am. This doesn't happen that often anymore just because we talk about stuff so much, but like, I'm actually a little bit nervous for my alone time this weekend. I don't envy you, although I am currently alone nonstop. Well, you know what's so creepy? I was, um, I was in here yesterday before we recorded our episode yesterday, and I came in here. Something was fucking going on. I don't know what, do what it was. I don't know, but it was also right after I set up this whole little bit. So I was like, uh-oh, what's going on here? Um, Alameda, what were you doing? She was pulling a hoot nanny. She She's knows like all shaking about her head back there. Nope, She's wasn't going, me. Who? Who? Me? me? but no i felt something real fucking creepy in here and i like had to like give like a whole little lecture out loud and be like whoever is here if i did not know and love you in this life you have to get out of here like you gotta go not it not not the energy i'm looking for something didn't feel right i don't know if it's because we're coming up on spectral season or if there's something in the air or something's in retrograde i don't know what it is but something felt real creepy i I don't know okay um so I'm already on edge and these okay. stories really sent me over. Maybe it'll stay with you then because I'm not feeling oh. like I want to be part of that today. Um, hmm. So maybe you can keep it there for now. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank what? you. No? Great. Enjoy your baby in the middle of the night, like saying mommy down the hall when like she you're does actually, actually literally because oh she sleep talks now. 
I f- did oh. I not tell you that? That's a fun. So she got that from Uncle Zandy. Is that from what Uncle that Zandy? Is? That's exactly right. And the other day I heard her go, "Here you go, mommy," and I was like, "But like on the camera, you know." It's My like, favorite thing mommy. that I have gotten to experience a couple times now, which to preface, Christine is happily a mother and loves her baby very much but i can tell when you're like just in like sleepy mom mode Uh-oh. and on the, <laughs> on the phone multiple times now i hear hi mommy hi leona hi mommy it's, hi, leona. it's exactly hi, right Bobby. it's the whole family now is like hi baby hi baby hi leona because it's like her favorite thing and she says it if she's like like sometimes i'll say like leona we don't draw on the couch and she'll go hi mommy it's sort of her way of being like it's oh, just I didn't do anything. Acknowledgement from any direction. Yeah. But it's so, the yeah. funniest hi, thing hi, to hi, hear hi. you just like. And it's, it's, it's like such when a... I'm on the phone, it's like how a dog gets like really in your face because they, they realize you're paying attention to someone else. The second like you call me, M, Leona's like, hi, mommy. Hi, mommy. I know. I hi, hear mommy. it the whole time. <laughs> but it's like, it's just to watch one of my friends who like, I knew you way before you were a mom. And now you're just like, in some moments you do have the trope of just hi, like baby. a fucking... <laughs> exhausted mom and it's baby it's very funny because i just i just hear the defeat you're like hi leona and it's funny because at (laughs) school now she tells people her name is baby because they'll be like they all have to say their own name like you know just to like learn each other's names and every time every all her friends at school like montessori call her baby because she says her name's baby they're like what's your name she says baby what if it's so b-e-b-e baby a baby (laughs) with an accent (laughs) <sighs> all right well go enjoy what do you well hang on real quick let's let's end where we started okay october 1st what are you gonna do for this little birthday coming up she's a little hungry caterpillar did you get the invite oh yet? yes i just got the oh, invite good. and uh i obviously unfortunately won't be able to go I'm but i'm trying to come up that. with i i'm going to a wedding that weekend so oh well that's fun um but i was trying to think of like um what I can get her for her birthday and I can't do it. I looked everywhere. So I'm just going to tell you to your okay. face. I tried to find a way to send you um, a, I guess essentially a kid's charcuterie board, but it looked, it was, it looked like the hungry caterpillar and it was all the foods that he Oh, eats. get out of town. I tried so hard. I tried so hard. That's but, the cutest thing I ever did here. <laughs> but if, if you want to steal that idea for the party and like make the hungry caterpillar out of the foods that he eats, and then it's like a uh, little. Well, you should see my buffet? Pinterest. It's out of control. Really. It is. Um, So you will be seeing a lot of photos of of that I, um i feel like the the hungry caterpillar was what is it the very hungry caterpillar it's the very hungry caterpillar yeah and it's the hungry hungry hippos yes <laughs> okay i always felt Nailed like it. i identified with that caterpillar more oh, than know. most books it's um, like salami ice cream popsicles pizza and i'm like yes 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 i yeah. get it <laughs> never know but also i so like this is the party I want to go to because this is I where know, the so rule is, it is all eat your food fucking, focused. Yes. Oh, eat your heart out. Well, I cannot wait to send you photos of like, or these pictures from my Instagram or from my Pinterest of like what I'm planning because it's ridiculous. I can't wait. I, I'm so upset. I'm not going to go. I'm so upset. I'm sad. What, um, do, is it her favorite book or are you just picking it for the theme? She really likes it and she has it in German too. Um, and then there's a game on her tablet that she plays where uh, it's a hungry caterpillar game. And oh my God. it's like little fruit. Is it snake? And... 
it's on my old blackberry actually it's snake no what um but, oh yeah, how do you so say hung- very hungry caterpillar in german oh god uh i want to say the right because it's ridiculous okay Die kleine Raupe Nimazat, which means the small caterpillar who's never full. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> I know. I was like, relatable. <laughs> well, happy birthday to your little baby. This is also oh. birthday month for you, like you said. So I hope you have Thank a very you, spectral happy birthday Halloween. You too. And it's Al's birthday coming up. We got some Libras whom we love mm-hmm. and uh, i hope all the libras have a happy birthday and i hope the scorpios don't no i'm just kidding i don't i do I don't i'll, I'll does, say it and does. <laughs> christine uh, wishes the best for scorpios that's where, how we'll end it um, let's just leave it at that next time we see you it will be scorpio season and i'll be real fucking better so um <laughs> can't wait to see you for the next listeners episode in a month and that's why we drink look around you can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.